Good morning, Rosh Hashanah. We're going to hear about Gumma at the moment. We've got a ditch which is not 10 o'clock indeed, it's only 9 o'clock indeed. Is it a Rosh Hashanah or is it a Kamala? Assuming it's 4 o'clock and wide, obviously, we're talking about. So, um, I just want to, before we go on, I just want to catch up. There's quite a few Rashi's to catch up here. Um, from the top of the page, we asked the question, we had, we had a muscle between Abai and Rob about this uh, question. Abai said, it is a Rosh Hashanah, just like an Omid, which is, ten, uh, which is 9 o'clock in high, and Rob said, no, it's not, it's different, because an Omid is very convenient, the height, whereas the ditch is not a very convenient place to put your uh, belongings. So, um, we asked the question, one of the questions we asked was, from the case of a person who set up as Eiru Beit HaKumen. And we said, it's Kavinish Kos for Rosh Hashanah, it says Rashi, which run through these Rashi's, Somebody is setting up an Eruv to come in. Eruv will kind of do his shvisa sheshon. His Eruv will acquire um, his shvisa in the place where he puts it, or where, wherever he wants it to be. Shiuchalevich mishon lecharuach alpaim. That from where, wherever he sets up his Eruv, he'll be able to go two thousand amas um, radius from there. Kiddushav Hashem, as if he actually did dress down Shabbos. So if she is coming, he can shvisa to the Mokum Shiuchalevich Hashem Eruv. He needs to have in mind to be kind of shvisa in the place where he can actually eat his Eruv there. If he wants to eat it, he doesn't have to eat it, but if he wants to eat it, he has to be able to eat it. The Eruv helps for him to be in that place. If we pass in the place where your bread is, where your meal is, then that is what defines your place of Shavita. The Hosam Shayat Enosh because that's where a person is uh, shy to. The other issue, but so far, even though he's actually inside the city when Shabbos comes in. So the Bryce said, if it's the Malam he has spoken, if he's in the Rosh Hashanah, he wants to be kind of shvita in the Rosh Hashanah, and the Eruv is in the is in the pit. If it's above ten spot, whatever that means, Eruv Eruv is Eruv is a good Eruv. Kasal Kadai, and we think at this point the Yachal is the Shabbos because obviously he can take it on Shabbos. Which is going to debate. Could he take it? Maybe it's only being asked if he could take it. But we assume obviously he can be, he'll be able to take it on Shabbat. So we say, what does it mean above 10 spokesmen and below 10 spokesmen? So we say, he name of a word is the Yud Omer, if we're talking about a pit which is 10 spokesmen deep, Umay Lamala, what does it mean Lamala on Yud Spokesmen? It means the Zalai Ba'ote, he lifts it up and puts it, meaning, Sheikh Bio Benicha Lamala on Yud, Mekhata Isha Shabbat. It's not within the, the bottom 10 spokesmen of the bird. That's what it sounds like. Literally, Tyson, is what it sounds like. The pit is 10 spokem deep, plus, but he doesn't put it within the bottom 10 spokem. In other words, it's above if you want the airspace. And we know that's not true. That's the Gemara's question. No such thing as above the airspace of a, of a, um, of a Rishi Sayyoti. Well, my Lamasa, what does it mean, Lamasa, which is not an area, it means it's a flavor, it's a. Sheshtila ve'nicha Lamasa mi'yuzna fastenim. He lowers it down and puts it within the, the bottom 10 spokem. Am I Eruv Eruv? So why is it Eruv good Eruv? Hariyah Barish Sayyotis do. Either way, the Barish Eruv Sayyotis. Misfast Eknov Lamasa. From the lip of the bur and downwards, it's all Rosh Sayyotis. The Chol Shemunachah, anything which is placed inside that bur, but Rosh Sayyotis do Munach, it's placed inside the Rosh Sayyotis. The Chimitin is coming to the Hishvi Sosa of Rosh Sayyotis. Since he had come on, the Hishvi Sosa be in Rosh Sayyotis. The Loyimir Eruv Al Tvasa Bur. And he didn't place his Eruv inside the, 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 uh, inside the pit. Nimsa hubamokam echod, sorry, not the fast of means he didn't put it on the edge of the pit and almost on the outside. Since he didn't put it there, Nimsa hubamokam echod, it comes out, he's in one place, the Eruv hubamokam acher, and his Eruv is in a different place. The inner Yoko lets him in Rosh Sayyach and Rosh Sayyach and open, and he can't take out from Rosh Sayyach to Rosh Sayyach to eat it. I think yesterday also was a little vague about how to explain this a little bit, the Mada and the Mada, because I left it for, for Rashi, 
um, to explain it, because there's a this sort of uh, question of what does it mean, the mile and the master does it mean in terms of the bottom of the bar or where you're standing. I'm not sure how I explained it yesterday, I don't know if I left it vague. But the way Rashi seems to be learning it is, as a Havamina, is the marble means you're leaving it above the bottom tenth and bottom of the bow, and the master means you're leaving it within the bottom tenth and bottom of the bow. But either way, says the Gemara, it's, I mean, it's a Havamina because we say it doesn't really make sense. Because either way, it's inside of Rosh What should make an come in, and where exactly you leave, you, where exactly you leave in the bar? The top of the bar, the bottom of the bar. What's the difference? El they must be high the mal meyasa. What's mean the mal meyasa? The tony that we taught the bar. So it's tony. It means the bar the less meyasa. It's talking about a bar which is not ten fucking deep. The whole comment is what it means to say. Im karka yisa shabar the masomiyot. If the bottom of the pit is below ten fucking, meaning in simple words, that means. That means that the pit is ten spokim deep, it's got a halal of ten spokim. Then, therefore, it's is no good, no matter where he puts it. No matter where he's left the If the, the, the bottom of the pit is above ten spokim, meaning, if the, the, the depth of the pit is less than 10, then is good to we don't consider it to be less than a Karmelit. We consider this bar, which is not a ten spokum deep, then a nine spokum deep, we consider it to be a Tashmish Sarabin, even though it's not a particularly convenient place, but it's got the din of a Rosh Sarabin. So that's the support for Abayi, it's a question on Rabbah. Because Abayi is the one who said that a bar which is nine spokum deep, it's got the din of a Rosh Sarabin, but according to Rabbah, it's a Karmelit. How would you be able to take your, your ear out from the Karmelit to Rosh Sarabin? So we gave two answers. Answer number one was, who be of the Karmelit? Really, he's not standing in a Rosh Hashanah, he's standing in a Karmelit. So the Burr is a Karmelit, according to Rabba, and he's standing in a Karmelit as well. Who be of the Karmelit? Could you go in, for example, Shayyab Burr is there because this pit was in, in, a, in a big plain. When it's coming, as in a plain or field, when it's coming, this is where and his intent is to make his Mokim Shavita on the edge of the pit. And the pit as well, since it's not ten spoken deep, it's got the din of a Karmelit. It's got the din of, of a Karmelit. So therefore, that's why the Erev is good, if it's uh, less than ten spoken, because you take him from Karmelit to Karmelit. Why does he call it, why does he say uh, that he's niskaven, his intent is to take Shvita in the Rosh Hashanah? It's not Rosh Hashanah, he's in a Karmelit. The Fisha in Rosh Hashanah, because it's not Rosh Hashanah. Because if this bow would have been in the Kotzer, even if it were to be ten spokum deep, then it would, would, uh, would be a um, would be a good Eru. Uh, it seems Rashi touched on the question we asked yesterday, and that is, what were we saying? He's in the Rosh Hashanah. No, he's not. He's in a Kamen. So why do you put it? So why do you put it a Kamen? Oh, because it's not Rosh Hashanah. Okay, it's not Rosh Hashanah either. The tennis is, and this is similar to the sort of answer we gave when we had this same sort of question on Dark Ball. I think it's the answer we gave yesterday, though. Uh, to this figure. But it, it, it's, the, it's the contrast. You're right, it's not Rosh Hashanah. What we're trying to point out is, <coughs> the main point is, he's in a place where there's no Mechitas. Because if he was in a place where there were Mechitas, then, the, the, then even if the pit, or should I say, if the pit was ten spoken deep, it would be a good area. The only reason why it's not a good area is nine spot. We say nothing. This this bar is nine spot deep. So therefore, he's in a carmelit. 
the Ibarra is a Karmanist, therefore it's a good for Eruf. So you can say from Karmanist to Eruf, and that's good. Fine. If it's ten falcons eat the bird, then it's no good, because then you'd be taking from Rosh to the Karmanist. That's what the Bible says. Why do we call it a Rosh The main point is not so much a Rosh Karmanist. The main point is not Rosh because if he were to be in a Rosh office, I know he'd be, the bow would be inside a, a fenced-in courtyard with ten spoken, then if the pit was ten spoken deep, I wouldn't say even, but if it was ten spoken deep, it would be a good air. Because if he'd be in a Rosh office, he'd be in a Rosh office. You know, it's not so much based on the identity, it is ten spoken deep itself. It is a Rosh office, two different Rosh I mean, well, it's a Rosh office, and therefore, it belongs to him as well, let's say, so we don't have to stop worrying about Eruv here, right? and Eruv Chatzedus or anything like that, and it would be, it would be good. It can't be two different Rishos No, that's what I'm saying. It's not so much as one thing, it, it belongs to one person. Yeah, but the, the, the around it's got nothing to do with Eruv Chatzedus. No, no, so that's, that's what I'm saying. The borough belongs to him, and the Kotzer belongs to him. So it's like your own house. I mean, each room is a separate Rishos Hayot, strictly speaking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but it belongs to one person, otherwise yeah, you have to make an area of cartel in some sense. So that, 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 that's what Rashi seems to be getting at here. Let me just finish this one point. That's what Rashi says, because it's not a Rosh Hashanah office. I mean, Rashi's obviously got this question as well, isn't it? And it's not a Rosh Hashanah either. Says, what we're trying to stress, it, stress is, the Hidu Abai Hai Bar of the Chotzeh, because if this bar would have been in the Chotzeh, Afidu Abai Kyur is Eruv Eruv. The truth is, I don't know why he says Afidu Abai Kyur. Afidu Abai Kyur. Even. And if it wasn't Tanzi? No, it must be. Trying to stress on by saying Afidu. I know, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. What do you mean Afidu? And if it was 9D? Of course, because the person said initially that only if it's less than 10 it, uh, it would be a, a Nero. Correct. And, and otherwise, it's not a Nero. Correct. So now he's saying. In, in this it would be the option. Yes, even. Uh, it would not even. A, a, a more than 10 would be a Nero. Yeah, but. In this, in and what about 9? And what would be, what would be the din of 9? Yeah, 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 that would also be. No, it wouldn't. It's not. Nine. Nine is a common. But it's inside the cotter. I think it's inside the cotter. That, that is true. That is true. Inside the cotter. Quite correct. Quite correct. Quite correct. Yes. Quite correct. Because it's inside the cotter, quite correct, it would have the din of the cotter. Quite correct. Yes. So therefore, it's true to say Afidu. That's why we pick on. That's what we mean to say by saying it is a Roshul. We call it a Roshul Harabim. Even though it's not really a Roshul Harabim. It's a common. But why, why did it call it a Rosh It's trying to stress the main point is it's not a Rosh Because if it were to be a Rosh it would make no difference whether it's 10 spoken deep, the bow, or whether it was 9 spoken deep, as the Sephira says quite correctly said. It would be, even if it wouldn't be a Kalmus, inside the Rosh then, then the Eru would be a good Eru either way. Quite correct. Okay? That's the main point why it says it's a Rosh Similar to what we said on Darfur, when we said we're comparing it to the to the uh, to the case of Tumas, he uses a lot from there. It's like a Shayot that we use. But each time, that, 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 it's, it's a much better answer than what, than what we said yesterday about it. Whether it's more similar to a Shayot than it does, it doesn't work so much. You're walking over the Shayot, which is a Shayot. The main point is, we, 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 the question was, he is in a Karmelist, the bird is, is, uh, is a Karmelist. So why does the Bible say he's in a Rosh Hashanah? He's not, he's in Rosh Hashanah. Because he's not in the Rosh Hashanah. What do you mean? He's not in the Rosh Hashanah either. What we said yesterday is quite interesting. We did. We did. We did. The Rosh Hashanah, which is in the Rosh Hashanah. It's not. It's not. It's a common. It's common. It's common. No, but then, then if it was less than ten, it would be. It would be. No, common. Yes, yes, we haven't come on to Rosh Hashanah. Above ten, there's Rosh Hashanah. 
no, 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 no. If, it, if, it, if it's, it's got to be ten fucking deep to be to be yeah. a, to be a rishayot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah but if it's then something people normally walk over it. Oh yeah, no, there's some some old schoolmen. That was whether it's nine, whether it's eight or seven. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But the, 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 the main point here is that, again, it's one last time, what Rashi is saying is, why do we call it a Rosh Hashanah if it's really a Karmanist? The terrorist is, it's, you're right it's a Karmanist, but it's stressing it's not a Rosh Hashanah. That's the main point. Because if you were to be standing in a Rosh Hashanah, and the bird was in the middle of the Rosh Hashanah, then his area would be good either way. Because if it's ten deep, it's Rosh Hashanah itself. And if it's not ten deep, it doesn't become a Karmanist within a Rosh Hashanah. As Mr. Fyber quite correctly said, it's, uh, it becomes Rosh Hashanah itself. You are awesome. Why was the worried here about whether he could take out? Why? I mean, surely the area would be the area if he just went into the pit and he did that. Otherwise, I mean, if he could go and get. You're right, but his mock shavita is not in the pit. <coughs> his mock shavita was outside the pit. What was in the air? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, so Vizimni Mishani then finally. It says, other times he gave a different answer, and that is, really, Rosh Hashanah and Dafka Katani. Really, when it says he was in the Rosh Hashanah, it's Dafka, he was in the Rosh Hashanah. Uberashu Pachas Miyur Kamen in some way. It says, rather, I still maintain, if the bar is less than 10 Pachas deep, it's a Kamen. Because, as we said, the Rosh Hashanah, because it's inconvenient use, it's no good. With the Kashalot, that which you are, taking more than nothing, how would you be able to take it out? It's Kamen to Rosh Hashanah. Al Kharkiv, Kinyas, Eidu Ben Ashmoshis, Isa. Against your will, the Eidu takes. Takes effect, Ben Ashmoshes, because Shikidish Hayyem and Shabbat comes in, who is Sophic Yem, Sophic Elida, and Ben Ashmoshes is Sophic Yem, Sophic Elida. The Rebbe, he's the Omar of Erebin, and it goes to Rebbe, who says in Erebin, the Shvut Shegotu Chachom, the Isuri Shabbat, that when the Rabbonin would go there on an Isuri Rabbonin on Shabbat, the Gotu Aleha Ela the Shabbat Zadai. They would only go there if it's Shabbat, definite Shabbat. The Rebbe Ben Ashmoshes, but not Ben Ashmoshes. Hilkov, therefore, the Karmanist to Rosh Hashanah, to take from a Karmanist to Rosh Hashanah, Shabbatwamu, it's only a Drabbana. Ubein Ashmosha is Roid Itzvah Mishal, Mada Echlai. Bein Ashmosha is perfectly fitting to be, you could take it from Karmanist to Rosh Hashanah, it's only a Drabbana. Mada Echlai is Ethan Rosh Hashanah, where the Fichas Kama Eru, that's why the Eru takes effect. The Lord that we command Pinalah, Eladafu Kaminalah, we finished with this thing yesterday. Says Robert, don't think I'm just trying to brush you off. When I'm saying to you, it, it's not, you know, nine bottom deep is not considered a use to the Rosh Hashanah because it's inconvenient. I mean it, but Duskin, I'm going to prove it to you now. Where's my proof? Let's go back into the Gemara now. We'll see now where his proof is. He says, Robert, I'm going to prove to you that it's only with a pillar which goes upwards nine bottom can you say that's a convenient height for the Rosh Hashanah and it becomes the Rosh Hashanah. When you go downwards, that's not the case. How do I know that? This now because we learned in a Mishnah. It's uh, about a third of the way down the page. Got a star there. This now we've learned in a Mishnah. Coming, coming later on in the Mishnah in about ninety blood time or so, ninety blood time. Im rekek mayim. If a person had a, um, a rekek or mayim, it's basically it's uh, gravel and water, a big puddle sort of thing. But it's got gravel in this as well. That happens. And the Rosh Hashanah passes through it. So basically, we've got it here, not quite so deep, but sometimes the road you get a massive collection of water. That's basically what it is. The Rosh Hashanah, but it's got a collection of water in the middle. There's a person standing in the Rosh Hashanah, and he throws an object to a Dalad Amis, and it lands in this big puddle, um, and it's gone Dalad Amis, he's Chayat, because it lands in the Rosh Hashanah. 
That positive is Rishus Arabic. The Kamahu Rekek Mayim. How deep is the Rekek Mayim? Pochit now, so it's Pochim. It's less than 10 Pochim deep. And then it says again, it repeats itself. For Rekek Mayim Shirushus Arabic Malachisoi, if you've got this big puzzle where the Rishus Arabic goes through it, Hazarik the Seikha Daladamos, if somebody throws into it, and he's throwing it Daladamos, he's Chayev. So says Rav He says that that's the mission. He says, why should it repeat itself? He says, Bishlam Rekek Rekek Trezimne. It's fine, I can understand why it repeats the scenario twice. Rekek Mayim, and gives us a din, and then it tells you another case of Rekek Mayim, because there's two different cases of Rekek Mayim. How'd you get that? Chadvi Mesachamal, the Chadvi Mesachamal, one's talking about in the summer, and one's talking about in the winter. With Tzrikhan, it's necessary to tell you both the din in the summer, and the din in the winter. To tell you that both in the summer it's got the din of Rosh Hashanah, and in the winter it's got the din of Rosh Hashanah. When it lands in that puzzle, it's landing in Rosh Hashanah. The object's gone for, for Amos, you're going to be high for that. Why is it necessary to tell me both? Because I can say that this, I can say the following. The Iyashmiyun Abhi Metachavah, had it only told me in the summer, I'd say, you know why in the summer it's got the din of Rosh Hashanah? Because people, in the summer it's very, very hot, they want to cool themselves down, so they're going to walk through the puddle, that's bottom takes it up to, and they'll do a little swim in there. So therefore, it's got a major use for the Bnei Rosh Hashanah. In the summer, it's got the din of Rosh Hashanah. I will be most, I'll be shown, but in the winter, Eimala, I would have said, that puzzle doesn't have the din of Rosh Hashanah. That's what I may have said. The Yashmin will be most, I'll be shown. I mean, if you only saw me in the winter, so I would have said, you know why in the winter it's got the din of Rosh Hashanah? I'll go to Mitanis, because in the winter, when the roads are very muddy, so people, because people get dirty, I got from the time because people get dirty, Mikri and Ochus, it'll happen, they'll go into, into the water to clean themselves off. I will be most hachal a bit in the summer. No, that's not a place to go swimming. So no one's going to use it, not particularly. The, so therefore, you can look at it from both sides, therefore it's Shrikha. That's why it's necessary to tell me the case twice. Rekek Mayim, and Rekek Mayim to tell me both in the summer and in the winter. Both in the summer and in the winter. To tell me that both in the summer and in the winter it's got the din of Rashid Haram. But why would you think otherwise? Like we just said. Because you only had one. Truth is, the Shrikhsa, which we said both ways round, so this point out, we don't really have to make the Shrikhsa uh, both ways round. Because if it only said it once, I'd say that could be talking about only the summer, because the summer everyone goes, they want to pull themselves down. So it's used a lot by the Bene Rashid Haram, that's why it's got the Bene Rashid Haram. If you, or I could argue, no, only in the winter. Because in the winter, people will clean themselves off. But people in the summer, people don't use it. You can argue both ways. And the Kitsa, I may have thought that it's got the dinner of Rosh Hashanah, only one of them. Otherwise, they'll say maybe you have the dinner of Karma, it's whatever it is. That's why we tell you no. The record, both in the summer and the winter, it's got the dinner of Rosh Hashanah. Now, that's fine. But the problem is, <coughs> but why do you have to mention the fact that the Rosh Hashanah goes through it twice. I can understand you want to repeat the scenario to some degree, in the summer and the winter. But you don't really have to repeat the whole thing twice. You know, the whole case. Once you told me it once, then you could just say again, Rekek Mayim, you don't say that Adam is to be chayim. Why just repeat again? And the Rosh Hashanah goes through it. I know what we're talking about. What are you stressing by repeating the fact that the Rosh Hashanah goes through it? What, 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 what are you stressing by saying it twice? And Adam Shemami not must come to tell us something. It's not so much telling you the din of the Rosh Hashanah going through it, it's the inference that you want to make from it. And Rosh Hashanah is coming to tell you, the Hiluk Ali Diyadah Chak Shmei Hiluk, 
Remember, this is not the most convenient, I mean, it's not the, the everyday place people would want to walk. Normally, if you've got a big puzzle in the road, what do people do? Walk around it, jump over it, they don't walk through it. Okay, we're saying, but despite that, it's got to be in a Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because people do sometimes go through it. If they want to cool down, I mean, now they're doing tears, but they want to cool down, they want to clean off, I mean, with shoes, sometimes people do that, they're not mindful indeed. But okay, so it, it's something which, therefore it's got a Shmei Hiroch and it's got the Shem Rosh Hashanah. But the inference is, Tashmish Ali Biyazakat Kolo Shmei Tashmish. By stressing, Hiroch, Mahalechet, so Mahalechet, so I stress in that twice, it's to infer. There's something where people go walk through it, Ali Biyazakat, it's called Hiroch, and therefore it's got a Shem Rosh Hashanah. There's something which is Tashmish Ali Biyazakat, people don't walk through it. It's used Ali Biyazakat, when people are going, we said yesterday, they want to put their sandwiches somewhere, it's not the most convenient place to put it. They've got nowhere else to put it, they'll put it in the ditch. That doesn't give it a shame of Shusharabim. Shunami no, that's a proof to Rava, and that's part of the final Hadosha. Like Rava said, either when Shusharabim use it, yeah, but it's not a particularly convenient place. Where people walk inconveniently, that can have a shame of Shusharabim. Depending on the number of people, etc., etc. But Tashmish Aviyazakad, Loshmei Tashmish, and therefore the ditch will never have a shame of Shusharabim. Unless it's less than three spoken to there's Rashi. Um, Rekek is Gravilo. Comes from gravel, basically. Umayim Sofim Olov. And you've got water floating on top of this gravel, sand, whatever it is. But Rosh Hashanah Malek, that's when Rosh Hashanah goes through this puddle. Shaobrim Bosha Rekek Paragrin. The people pass over this uh, big puddle, this uh, gravel, on their feet. Pokhos Mi Asara. We're talking about that the Shayna Maim Amukim Yurda, the water is not ten spokim deep. So we say Yachayev, if a person throws an object and lands in the puddle, it's gone Daladamis, Yachayev, Shukarishasarabin, Gemurah, because this puddle has got the din of Rishasarabin, complete Rishasarabin. So we say we can understand why you have to repeat the case twice, correct twice, one for the sun, one for the wind, that we can understand. And the Hidok Surah is Zimini Dominic, why do you have to repeat the fact that Rishasarabin goes through, why do you have to repeat that fact twice? Let's leave the Sefer, let it just teach in the Sefer. If you've got a puddle of water in the Rosh Hashanah, Hazelik the Sefer Chayim. Somebody throws into it, it's Chayim. Rosh Hashanah, Malek is But to say that Rosh Hashanah goes through it, to teach us that it has to have some Sefer for the Rabin, why do you have to teach that again? We've already learned that from the Rosh and I'll know that once I'm out of the Messiah, once I'm out of the Messiah, I'll say, well, I'll ask myself, why do you have to teach me that again? And if Benir Shisharam goes through it, I, I know that it's got to have Benir Shisharam going through it. And the Hopi Hodotani, rather, it's for the following reason that it teaches this again. Dafka Shiyehi Hiroch La Rabin. Dafka that the Rabin walked through it. The Avagav Dalidia Zachaku, even though it's only Alidia Zachaku, it's not the most convenient place to walk, Shmei Hiroch. It's considered it's got a shame Hiroch. But if it only has a Torah for the Rabin to be, uh, in terms of Tashmish for being used, not for walking there, low portion of the Rabin wouldn't be considered Rosh Hashanah. That's the end of that. So, as I said, enough of it. We passed in, we passed in like Rabba. That, if only going upwards, can you create Rosh Hashanah if it's nice bottom, but not going down. Okay? As we spoke about yesterday, it's about Dr. 9, it's about Lesson 9, it's all, it's all immaterial Lahalacha. Because the halacha, we pass in like love. That's it. Back into the Gemara. Next sugya. And I say next sugya, which lasts all of one and a half lines. Omar Rabbi Yehuda. Says Rabbi Yehuda. 
If you've got a bundle of reeds, it's quite a heavy bundle, sitting in the Rosh Hashanah and a person wants to, wants to move it. Now, there's two ways of moving it. You can't lift it up. It's too heavy. So what do you do? If you want to move it, how can you move it? Two ways. You can either drag it along, push it whichever way you want to look at it, same idea, or... Roll it, basically. Just pick it up one end, throw it over, pick it up, just roll it that way depending which way you want to do it, but that's the way we're going to talk about So, here what we've done is, and you'll see this too, my wife mentioned that there are two ways of doing it, but roll off the zot face, if he lifts it up, straightens it up, yeah, um, and basically throws it over, roll off the zot face, he just starts it like this, and he goes quite a distance to that, loy mechayev, he's not chayev, and as he throws it, he, I mean, Rom is really, he actually throws it. The Zotfei, he straightens it up, does it again, does it again, until it travels. Loi Mechaib is not chayev, ad zo'okhaile, until he actually lifts it up off the ground. Now, take a look at Rashi. Very, very carefully, take a look at Rashi. Zirza Zekoni is chavido shel koni You've got a bundle of long reeds. Rom of the Zotfei, Rom of the Zotfei, Halicha Ahmed Tabe Bereshusharab, and he takes it many Ahmed Bereshusharab and kicking it out there, like, like he's just done. With, the, with this pattern. Shalom Nakhle Kulam in Akaka, he did um, take, take it all off the ground, and the Zokhoi Bishtiha, rather he straightened it up and then threw it. The Khazab is Zokhoi, then he straightened it up again, Bishtiha, and threw it like that. Ain Zu Akira, that is not an Akira. Now, what is the reason why it is not an Akira? What would you say from Rashi? Well, that's an Akira. So it's not a bath, it's just a bundle of, of long reeds. And you imagine this was the bundle of reeds, okay, it's lying there. So what I do is, now can everyone see it, right? I lift it up like that, down. Up, down, like that. It's always in contact with that. Oh, not the whole thing to come off the ground. That's what it sounds like from Rashi. Everyone agrees with that? At, some, at every point, it's connected to the ground. Oh. Yeah, you agree with that? Everyone agrees with that? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, it's too heavy, that's why you're doing it. So it's never left the ground. Yeah. That may well be why he's doing it. Whichever reason he does, I mean, the Raman talks about a case of, 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 of a spear. It's not too heavy, and a person does that as well. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter why he's doing it. That's, Take a look at the Rabbeinu Hanan before we see Tosfos. You should see the same sort of thing in the Rabbeinu Hanan as well. On the page, let's have a look at it. Um, in these Gemaras, it's two, four, six. Mean, anywhere there, really. Five, six, seven lines down. Right, you look at, let's say, Behold, Amar of Yehudas. Five lines down there. In the Rabbeinu Hanan. That was Rabbi Yehudas. Says, this is the Kani Kirish, Chavidah Kani. We've got a bundle of reeds. Some of the Zokhot, Kirin Shalosim, with Teres, like Rabbeinu Hanan, lying on the ground. The Gbiyah HaKotzah, he lifts up one end. The other end is left on the ground. So he stands it up, and then he throws it down. A few of the does that the whole day. Learning chayv is not chayv. Shari learns the oklaus. He never lifted it up completely. The inner chayv of the okar or monach hanochli. Sounds very clear. He never lifted it up off the ground. Fine. Take a look at this. You tell me if this says the same thing. Learn the chayv of the okar le mimakona. 
He's not chayiv until he uproots it from its place. Tamer. So this is, I've got a big problem with this. My kamashmanon. What's he coming to teach us? Cheetah is obvious. He's not chayiv. Kim delochah, since he didn't lift it up. Right, and furthermore, Mashaikhachno, so hasn't Rabbi Yehuda come into the outer gear? We've been talking about pits and ditches and all these sort of things, and suddenly this thing comes in the middle, and we're going to go back in the middle to continue talking about domains. How does this come in? So he says, Mir Shlomon, the Kamashmanon, he's coming to teach us, the other guy is there, even though this is the normal way to transport them, Shein on Kalim and Nozon, as you said, they're not very light to carry them, so according to Tosis, it's very significant why he's doing this. Um, and therefore it's a bit similar to the case um, of uh, yeah. it, it's similar to the case of which we had earlier so Saladamus which is as in do you remember we had the case on Dante where a person walks Saladamus and he stops in the middle just to adjust the thing on his shoulder we said you're high for that because that's not considered stopping. No. Stopping means you stop completely to rest. Yeah. If you're doing it just to, to adjust, then it hasn't stopped. You may do the same thing here as well. This is the normal way to transport it. Therefore, it's never considered stopping, and therefore you've transported it other than. Sorry? Let's say yes, why? Why are you asking? What, what, what you've touched on is, is a very, very big question. I mean, shy that sort of thing. Is if it is Dalit Amas, let's say you read word Dalit Amas, and let's say I picked it up, let's say I even picked it up and I transported it Dalit Amas, where do I have to carry it to? Imagine, look, I, this is a Rishash. Rishash even draws a diagram for you, so you can look at the Rishash if you want. Let's say there's, there's my, anyone who's listening to this, put a pen on the edge of your piece of paper, and that pen is your corner is four amas long. Okay? And now you're going to tra- start transporting it in the direction along now. Okay? You've got to transport it Dalit Amas. Dalit Amas from where? Do you say the minute it leaves the whole pen, basically where, where you've got the end, the other end is now going to be lying, now it will be like that, it's, the whole pen is no longer in the original Dalit Amas. Or do you say no, the whole pen has to have travelled Dalit Amas. In other words, from where, so in other words, here, let's say that's Dalit Amas from this, this uh, extreme point, your pen has to go to there. A little difficult to explain in words, much easier in, in a diagram. Okay? Well, this is, I mean, this is true of any, any object, though. Do you include the volume of the object, or if you're looking from above, the area of the object in the Amas? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Here's sticking the gear because the, the mm-hmm. whole thing is done. Mm-hmm. If you say, I tell you, the Rishash wants to be medayah from Tosis. See, as we go through Tosis, you can you can see his deal. He said well, it's not a deal. He said it's much more a little bit thin from Tosis. The whole pen has to move a whole daladam. If you see what I mean. So in other words, if if you want, you got your pen there, and uh, you imagine it as other. Um, you got sort of. Truth is, I, I can't really explain explain the words. Take a look at the Rishash. You'll see the diagram there. Okay. You can, you can see, see what the shayla is, yeah? I'm trying to explain if anyone is listening to this. Right, if you, yeah? So, um, anyway, but back, but back to Tosis. So, therefore, says Tosis, so, you may have said that for your clients, this is a long way to transport these reeds. 
to where we can live. And the fact that it stops in the middle, but that's like just adjusting. But you never lived in the Huh? Okay, that's the Kiddush. That's the Kiddush. And that's not going to be the coin to by the way. You're going to see in a second. I mean, I've given it away already. But Domino the El, the Chai Yochayev, even though we said that about our Fino Hokim is so over here, Potter or Potter. That's one point. Remember also, we were talking about above, just on the previous onward, about if you've got a, a pillar which is nine to bottom high. He said it's got the dinner of Rosh Hashanah because people adjust things on that. But in Rosh Hashanah, that's why he comes in over here. So we know what the Kiddush is. The Kiddush is that even though, you may say, well, it's obvious, if you stop in the middle, of course you're not tired. No, it's not so obvious because it's like stopping in the middle just to adjust. This is a normal way to carry it. That's the Kiddush. How did it come in here? The answer is because it's got some relevance to the case of Kippur, which we had just on the previous one. Right? That's the truth. That's, that's not the main point I want, I want, for, want from this bit. It's the next bit. He says now, the Dafka Rom of the Zokhe, Dafka, if you do it like that, you lift it up, throw it down. Lift it up, throw it down. Because when you put one end outside the Dalit Amr, the second end is still within Daladamas. And when you throw the second end outside the Daladamas, if you're not Chayev, you're still not Chayev. It's like dragging an object along. Until you drag one end of the Chayev outside the Daladamas, then you put it down. <coughs> Even though you then drag it out, continue dragging it out, the whole thing goes outside the Adamas, possibly going to be possible. Because you didn't do the whole Malachah in one go. If you were to drag this thing of reed outside of the Adamas all in one go, yeah, only you to drag it from you are chayat. Despite the fact that it has not come off the ground at any point. Kedominon, as we said in, in Ksubot, in Ksubot, it comes later on as well, but the main, the main thing is in Ksubot, so we're going to kiss for Shabbos. If a person steals somebody's purse on Shabbos, a wallet, so there's Shilas here of um, Gizela, stealing, and there's also Shilas of carrying, because you ran out of those. So we say, oh, you're if you were dragging it out of, let's say it was in his front garden, you dragged it out of the garden, you never picked it up, you are potter, you're potter. You're potter from pain. Why? Because you've been over on Hotel Shabbos and Geneva at the same time. When you coin it, and I say, is when you dragged it, you did the Mashiach outside, you dragged it out of the Rashuk. Well, that's when you also were hired for Hotel Shabbos. So you see, I never lifted it up. You see that dragging can still be considered make you chayat for Shabbos. Here's a little bit of practical halacha. If you were to roll a barrel, you just roll it on its side. Dalad Amis and Rosh Only Rosh Hashanah You would be chayat. That is like dragging something without stopping. They do not club because it never stops. On the Galdo table, but if you were to roll a box, Shimurubas, which is square, or a rectangular, cuboid, whatever it is, you are potter. Now, become a rob of the Zokfe, it's like putting it up, throwing it down, putting it up, throwing it down. The Efshish of the Tainoch of it's possible it wouldn't stop at all. In other words, 
In the case of which is round, you give it a push, and it just rolls and rolls and rolls, and it's gone, dama dama, yechayev, when it comes to a stop. So it's reserved, it's reserved the same idea. But if you take a box, and you give it a big shove, zoom out upwards, and it, the, the force keeps it rolling, you're not going to be chayev. Because every time it comes down, I'll tell you the physics of it, whatever it is, but it, it adjusts the force in a different direction. There, there is like a momentary like stop, and the biggest riot is that eventually it will sort of run out of steam, as it were, and it will stop. Yeah, whereas, I mean, okay, you'll have it with the barrel, so it's also essentially that sort of friction. Okay, so that's the thing he says, okay? But what do you see from Tosis? The, the main point we want to see from Tosis is you can see he didn't learn that rush, did you? Do you spot that? Tosis learns the reason why you're positive is not because you didn't lift it off the ground. It's why? That's right. Because he never transported the object out of its saladonis in one go. Think about it. This is your thing. It, now, you see the Rishash, uh, that's why I don't know if you spotted that sort of thing. It depends on whether you're talking about something which is Dalad Amas Law. If your read is Dalad Amas Law, pretty long, I mean. This would imply that Tosis holds it, you have to move the entire thing out of one. Oh, 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 oh. If it's Dalad Amas Law. Correct. Yeah, you spot it. Because look, imagine this read was Dalad Amas Law. So, what do you mean I'm not transporting on? The minute you go like this, you turn it onto its side. It's gone. It's gone outside its other diamond. Yeah, but it's still attached to the ground. Yeah, that, that's Rashi. So it doesn't, doesn't care if it's attached to the ground. Well, we're going to explain it in a second. Uh-huh. Yeah? But the truth is, you don't have to say it's not that it's uh, four arms long. Because it's, it's, let's say, three arms long. So when you lift it up, and you throw it down, what's going to happen? Anyone who's listening, do with a pen, you'll see what I'm talking about. This pen was the, was the conin. It's three arms long. Leave it as it is and just turn it up 90 degrees. And then take it the next 90 degrees and now it's lying flat again. You will find that one end is still... In the same place. It's still in the same place. It hasn't moved from the Daladamas. Whether it's got to move outside of that four arms, whether it's got to move a whole Daladamas from where it is, that, that as I said, is the Rishash is sophic and he tries to prove one way. And the other end is not The other end is gone, well, six arms from where it starts. Yeah. And then you do it again. And it's gone a full nine arms. That means the whole thing has now gone outside the Dalai So that's in two goes. That's the problem, says Tosis. That's why you're possible. The Chiddush is despite that that's the normal way of doing it. It doesn't matter. You're possible. Now, says Tosis. you ask what pushes Tosis to say this? The answer is because it's Kamara in, in a Silver. It's pushed later on in, in the Masafta. And that is, you don't have to lift it off the ground. Because like, if I take this pen, I drag it along the ground, I drag it a full Dalai Lama, I'm higher. But in fact, it never came off the ground. Akira does not have to be off the ground, you see. So what's the reason? What's the difference between if I drag it along, didn't lift off the ground, I'm tired. And here, I didn't lift off the ground, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. There is no difference. So the difference is, because when I drag it, I drag it all in one go, I never stop. So when Daladam is in one go. Whereas when I do it like this, it stops. It stops. And therefore, it never went Daladam is in one go. That's the difference. But Rashi didn't say that. Rashi says, the Nakuda is, or is his Russian, Shalai Notloi Kulo in Akalka. You didn't lift the whole thing off the ground. That's what it sounds like from the Rabbi Nakanana as well. So seemingly we have in Akhoetis Rashi and Tosas as to how to understand why you are Pot. Okay? Just now to understand Akira. Huh? It will go into how to understand Akira as well, 100%. 100%. The truth is, for this as well, 
give you something else, you'll see, you'll see the same sort of thing. The, the Rosh, I think, the Rosh goes like, like uh, it's, sli- it's slightly more lengthy than Tosas, but the Rosh says like Tosas, basically. The Rif, his, his Loshan is, um, he says clearly like, like Rashi, he says, Charlie, he, he brings the Gemara, and he says, the reason why, he, I mean, he brings and he explains it, and he says, if even if you do this all day, you never lifted it up from on the ground. Sounds like Rashi. I mean, I mean truth, that is more or less the loss of the Gemara. It sounds... Now, we're probably going to end with this, but, and that is like this. The Rambam, I really see the loss of the Rambam. You tell me what is the Rambam. Listen very, very carefully. As usual, the Rambam is going to make things a little more, not, it's not going to be straightforward. What does the Rambam do? Rashi or Tosis? Is it because, just to remind you, and then listen out what the Raman says, is it because you didn't transport the Daladamas in one go? Or is it because you never lifted the whole thing off the ground? And by the way, if you learn it because you didn't lift it off the ground, we still have to deal with the case of uh, dragons. Why is dragging different? The Raman writes, Perk Yud Gimel Halacha Yud Aleph. Hoyokona Oiroimach. If a person has a reed or a spear, the Chayyik or anything like that. Munach Haloret is lying on the ground. The Ikbiyah HaKotel Echad, you lift up one end of it. But Yahakotel Hashemi Munach Ba'oret. And the second end is still left on the ground. The Shikhar Apollo, when he throws it in front of him. And the Chazon Ikbiyah HaKotel Hashemi, then he lifts up the second end. Shoyah Munach Ba'oret, which was left lying on the ground. The Shikhar Apollo, when he throws it, Alberah Su, Asher Yedah Achid, is coming with him. And he throws it many armors like that. He is Potter. Why? Lefi, because. Because he never lifted the whole paper off the ground. So far, sounds like anyone? Rashi. Sounds like Rashi. Clearly like Rashi. Didn't lift the whole object of the ground. That was Rashi. That's Rabbi Nakhanana. That was the Rit. No? Okay. But then he says, finishes off, the Halacha. But if he drags the Chaifet along, the Girara, he pulls it and he drags it along the ground, he also didn't lift it off the ground, it's on the ground, Mitzchilat Arba, Letoif Arba, from the beginning of four to the end of four, Chayev is Chayev, Shamegalgel Oikeru. Because somebody who rolls something, that is being Oikeru object. Sounds like? Tosis. He did it all in one go. That's cool, that's here. What's going on here? You're saying two things at once. Yeah, what's going on in there? I think the Roshiyah said, I think, leaves it sort of here.
because the, the, gra- the levels of the ground weren't the same. That's one way the Ramban says you could get it. There is another way that's based on the Gemara that it could be you actually did lift it up off the ground. There is a Gemara, the Gemara, according to one thing, Hishkel, you actually did lift it off the ground. In other words, within Rashi, Rashi could get out of it, says the Ramban. There are ways of getting out of it. But you can see from the Ramban, that even if you learn like Rashi, it could be that dragging is considered that is the Akira. And therefore, I'll leave this for tomorrow, Ben Sashem. We have to now start thinking, this is Mamash, so we've, we're all getting towards the end of the sugya of the Hesot for the time being. We thought we had say in our head what Akira is, and suddenly everything is turned on its head, because now we're going to have to redefine what is Akira. And something which especially to think about, there is, I'll tell you the notion, there's a rival to the Ramban quote, and he disagrees with, anyone who wants to take a look, you can take a look at the Ramban, see if you can work out this rival. But the rival right, you know why the case of, of Megara is different? Because it's dark, it's not Daladamas and Rosh If you were to drag something Daladamas and Rosh you would not be Chayas as a rival. You're not Chayas. You know why you're Chayas in that case? You're dragging from Rosh to Rosh And he says, his option is Akira's Rushuyas, uprooting domain is called an Akira. See if you can figure that one out. What does that mean? At the end of the day, no, 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 he's not saying that. He's not saying that. Different no, 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 no. Say that or drag it on the ground. You do it in the Rishon Adam, you will not be chayav. You drag it in the Rishon Did you lift it off the ground or you didn't? No, it's Rishon Adam. Two different Rishon Oh, well, what does that mean? Therefore, it's in a different state. Here as well, by the way, I'll tell you more than that. David Adam is in Rishon Adam is also considered a different domain. It's clear in already. The reason why Achayev is because Dhamadamis is the Mokham of Achayev. You change it, it's also like, like it's a lot of the Ramah. The Ramah writes, it's like changing from domain to domain. As opposed to in the Rishus Rabbim, where as you drag, you consider the domain to move with it. When you move from one Rishus to another, it can't, it can never be that point that it's got to switch at some point from being in the Rishus Rabbim to Rishus It can't be like half Rishus You're 100% correct, but as I said, until now, if I asked you what was Akira, you'd say Akira means lifting it up. Right. Here, we're, we're, you think from this whole circuit, that doesn't have to be the definition of Akira. Yeah. Speak yeah. Speak